0: welcome everybody listening to the fair weather podcast is your boy 2k suave i'm here with my boy a rod what's going on back from atlanta what's going on
1: not much man just living day by day that's how i gotta keep it day by day hour by hour
0: year by year <laughs> it's good to see everybody again everyone's beautiful
1: faces it is it is it is it is national women's month so and we just celebrated national women's day international yes. women's day so our backgrounds are dedicated to you know powerful women in sports i see you rocking the osaka and serena i I'm got the go and the future go. i'm going with uh the new marlins gm on so uh shout outs to the women in sports and how they impact it correct that's going to be our, our first topic we're going to tackle today uh, the impact of women in sports. So now you're seeing the change of the guard. Women are coming to men's sports and they're making an impact right out the gates. Um, and some women can hang, man. I, I, I bet you Serena could definitely take on Roger Federer and take him down easily if, if they played a game. Serena's the GOAT, so she could take down any she, right she wants. She definitely is. Um, but the Marlins are one of those organizations that definitely crossed a, a big, a big step there and, and and signing her to be the new GM for the team. They have she has history back with the Yankees and Derek Jeter loves her, so yeah. you know you're on board. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, we got we got a few like people who are like
0: in ownership. I know uh, the Pelicans got their owners, Gail Benson, the Seahawks. Jody Allen, who uh, who was married to uh, Paul Allen, mm-hmm. She's now the the owner of the Seattle Seahawks. So we got some women in ownership. We got GMs. We got coaches. We got referees. We got strength and conditioning. I mean, we have you know commentators. Is you know they 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 flooded what used to be you know the boys' club. They 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 flooded it, which is obviously beautiful to see. You know, I've always been one that is there for women's rights and. You know, I have two younger sisters, so I've always been like, yo, know, you know, men men are terrible anyway. You, you can do whatever, <laughs> you can do whatever. Don't don't let you, don't let a man tell you that you can't. So, I've always been like that. That's why Serena's my goat, and you uh, know, I'm happy. I'm ha- I'm always happy to celebrate the women.
1: Um, I am too, and I like to see you know the emergence of, of them coming into sports in general and just being present in it. It's it's good. It's good for the sport. Yep. Um it gets rid of that toxic masculinity culture and shows, Hey, you know, we're welcoming and you see, you see players like LeBron embrace it. And when you have big, big names like that, do it. That's, that's like the best of the best you can have right there. You remember Kobe, you know, before, you know, his, you know,
0: untimely passing, he was all, he was ready to take over and help the WNBA take the to the next level. And -hmm. it really, I mean, it was with Gigi, you know, people were seeing how good his daughter was and, I mean, yeah, WNBA players wanted to pull up to, to her, her, uh, her, you know, youth games to see her play. So, like, and same thing with college, with UConn. We've seen UConn's dominance over the last 20 years. So, you know, it's, it's coming. You know, it's, it just comes to just kind of like we got to get past this stigma that we put on women's sports that it's, it's not the same, it's not as marketable and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and it starts it's, it starts with ownership, like having a GM, having an owner that's, the, you know, the team, the team president. You know, Becky Hammon, is the assistant coach of the Spurs. At some point, she's going to get a head coaching job. It's probably going to be replacing Greg Popovich. Uh, you know, it, you, we'll, we're seeing it, but it starts, it always going to start in the top. It's kind of like, uh, you know, in the NFL, we have like an issue. You know, there's, not, there's a lack of uh, African-American GMs and African-American coaches. It's the same thing. It's, it's we, you know, when you don't Everybody who's the owner or the, or the team president looks the same. They're gonna hire what looks just like them. So, same thing with women. It's if it's all men, they're gonna hire men. But now that we have doors opening for women as well, uh, it's I mean it's beautiful to see. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm here
1: for it definitely. I am. I'm I'm game forward too, man. It's it's cool to see it. and like you said, we've seen some great women play the game. So there's a lot of great athletes out there when we I think I think you and I can both agree probably the greatest one is Serena Williams like she has to be on that route Mount Rushmore face of players uh that have been the best women uh player and dominant at her sport at that but all these WNBA players you're seeing you know the Lisa Leslie's uh the Cheryl Swoops the Tina Thompson's and now you see the new or now they're now they're getting old the Diana Taurasi's the Sue Bird's Ooh, I'll butcher the girl that came out of Oregon that um, that just came out, man. But she's she's gonna be, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got and the Nigerians
0: that came out of Stanford, yeah, Ogumake, Chine Ogumake, who's who be working on ESPN on her day job, and then she she's doing basketball at night. So and and you can't as far as faces of uh, female athletes, Billie Jean King back in the day was the face of, of women athletes. Maya Rudolph's, uh, there's
1: uh, so many, man. Like, yeah, just yeah. we can go across all platforms of sport, you know, for track and field, you know, to the Olympics, uh, to gymnastics. Uh, there's just so many. Oh, that gymnastics,
0: damn, yeah. Uh, oh my god, Her, uh, Biles <laughs> Simone, but <laughs> that's another almost, almost go like Simone Biles is yeah. rocking them up with gold medals yeah. and stuff. So, she's not
1: even 30 yet, man. She's not even 30, right? It's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. But yeah, women, women definitely, um, you know, deserve their place in sport because they, you know, they can, they can hang, they can hang with anybody and, and they can put up the numbers. And and like you said, it comes down to the GM and the way they market these things. And I think the best thing for uh, them is kind of like the little brother, big brother approach. You've got the NBA wearing the WNBA logo to the games and the bubble, you know, showing up to their showing games. Showing up to
0: the games.
1: Yeah. That's that's really admirable of one thing as opposed to saying hey you know we're here don't don't interfere with us you see these guys respecting you know their game because those girls can ball I guarantee you they could drop some points in the NBA if they were in there dish out some dimes Um, but it's it's good to see that type of uh, conglomerate coming together you know two people two organizations coming together even though like a brother and sister organization and just you know, breaking bread and saying, you know, support these guys. They support us. We support them. So should you. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a sneakerhead, so I collect I collect sneakers. And I have this uh this Twitter feed that I follow, and they'll post the different uh, shoes that come out, and and then they 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 post other things like you know consoles, things that are collectible that people like. They were posting WNBA hoodies on there too. Those orange ones that like Chris Paul and LeBron. and people were snatching them up real quick. That's dope. And my biggest thing, I, mean, I think the biggest thing that happens are these are like these these shoe companies that endorse the players. Yes. Because you know, once a Nike commercial comes out, everybody you're talking about. Do you see the new Nike commercial? Do you see yeah. that? Like they're they're another big influencer. On you see the woman
0: behind me? They both got Nike on. Like Nike, for what it's worth, they will back the stuff that is like the Colin Kaepernick's, the Charles Barkleys, the. You know, the controversial kind of thing. They'll they'll back it all day. So I always like to see Nike put on for the women because if you look at it, for the most part, a lot of it is Nike and it's some Adidas as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I know we like soccer and stuff like that. But, I mean, shoot, our think about it. Soccer, like our men's men's soccer team has been terrible for the last how many years? And women's soccer in America has been dominant. Dominant.
1: You can go from Mia ham You can go back to then. Yeah, you can you can jump to to now with the girls that are there that are in there now. It's just there's just so many of them,
0: and they swaggy too. <laughs> you remember that celebration they had when they won like a couple years back? They was drinking champagne and popping bottles and stuff, and people were like, "Oh, this is not a way to act like a lady." And I'm like, "Man, y'all need to shut up, man! Like, let them have fun." And
1: let that's the problem. Friends. We have
0: this toxic masculinity patriarchal thing that we. We need to get away from where we keep that's not ladylike or, oh, that's, you know, it's like, nah, it's, they just won. How would you act if you won a championship? So, exactly. You're going to act dumb.
1: You're going to act stupid. You're going to pop champagne bottles. Yeah, pop champagne. Like, yeah. Let them be them. Also, let them be them, man. What are they supposed to do? Sip tea? Sit there and be quiet. Right? Like, know,
0: they got to, you know, like, just, oh, man, thank you. Like, no, party. You know what I mean? But I do want to give a shout out to the USF women's basketball team. Uh, I was just watching a few minutes ago. They just advanced to the American Athletic Championship game. They're going to play the winner of Houston and UCF. So, depending on when you're listening or watching this, hopefully that may – USF went all the way, but go Bulls. We're one step closer. Our women's That's basketball good. team has been carrying our program, our USF program, for years. Like, they've, they've constantly been ranked and all that stuff. TV exposure, everything. So – if you need to shout out USF for having a new bookstore or having a new this, shout out the Women's Basketball team because they're on ESPN all the time.
1: <laughs> franchise tag. We did a segment. Oh, we're we'll going to franchise tags. Franchise tag. We talked about it last week, and nobody was signed last week when we did this. We did it, we did it a day earlier when we recorded this, by the way. We did it on Tuesday. We usually record on Wednesdays, but on Tuesday, even Wednesday, nobody was signed but it's finally done. And we have 10 players tagged. I'm gonna- a lot of who
0: players who weren't.
1: And a lot of players who weren't. So we're gonna go through that list of tagged players and we're gonna go through those players that were speculated to be tagged. And let's just, let's play where they're gonna sign. Where, where do we think they could sign? So let's do one of those. Okay. Um, so the 10 sign, we predicted you know what's crazy? I was listening back to our show, and we predicted that defensive players were going to be the first dominoes to drop. And we were right about that. And we also predicted they were going to be edge rushers. And it seems in this tagging, edge rushers were not the piece to be tagged. Like, they were, kind of like they were kind of treated like running backs, like, eh, we are just go draft one type of thing. You can always draft an edge rusher. So the first domino to fall was Justin Simmons. Figured he would be tagged. A Go, that,
0: was a, that, was a, that was a very good good, uh, good tagging.
1: Next down the list, we have Taylor Morton. Never even heard of him, but he's a good tackle for Carolina. Marcus May. Are you really happy y'all tagged him? Hell yeah, I'm happy we tagged him because we can sign him in like three days because we got all this money. Really? Oh, y'all do have money, but okay, okay. But we need to okay. Sign him. he graded five or fifth best at his position. So I'm fine with that. It was it pro football focus? No, it wasn't pro football focus. Okay. It was another one that, that seemed more legit than pro football focus. You don't think PFF is legit? It's pretty legit. Might've been, I could be wrong, but fifth, fifth grade. I'm happy with that. Like that's, that's good. I like Marcus May too. You know, him and him and Adams were a good combo, but obviously Adam is gone. Okay. Uh, Leonard Williams. I was really hoping he would reunite with us, but he got tagged by the giants he stayed in New York though. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm not going anywhere. He put the he put the Leonardo DiCaprio meme up, said I'm not going anywhere. So I'm not freaking leaving. <laughs> Brandon Schrift, we knew that was gonna happen. Bucks fans, be happy. We know Mike Pless is. He texts us about it. Chris Godwin is tagged. They double down. They
0: got Chris Godwin and Levante David back.
1: Mm-hmm. But Jack Barrett. <laughs> We'll we'll talk about that yeah. uh later on. Maybe next episode we can we can dive into free agency. Cam Robinson was a questionable one. People were like, this is kind of weird because he had like a so-so season, but I guess he's Jacksonville's best offensive lineman. So
0: I mean, uh, you got you're about to draft the number one overall pick and yeah, quarterback. You
1: gotta have somebody. You need some
0: you up. need some uh
1: some some big some big bodies up there to
0: protect the investment.
1: Allen Robinson was a 75-25 one in my case. I was shocked. Yeah. I, I, I was didn't very know. shocked. I I I think they're I think there's something brewing with a quarterback. Russell Sean or Russell Wilson, somebody's actually coming.
0: they they said t- I was reading that they're making that a priority. So the only way that they were they would uh, franchise A Rob, in my opinion, is because they're going after Russell Wilson. I would think so too so, or Deshaun
1: Watson. One of them's got to come. Yeah. It's gotta be one of those boys. Marcus Williams with the Saints. Why not? And then last but not least, Andy got a deal done. I'm so happy for this man. I know you're like on the fence about it, but Dak Prescott is franchise I'm not on the fence him. about him. And a deal a deal is worked out for him, thank God. I mean, but he's like a, a rival to your team. I know you're happy for I him. know, but I like Dak Prescott. Do I like don't like
0: who he plays team? for, but I like Dak <laughs> Prescott. I, I've never been on the fence about Dakota. I'll make fun of him. He when needed. he loses, and I'll say
1: that I'll tell you again, they're gonna go eight and eight next year. He needed to get paid though. He needed to yeah, get oh, paid. Oh no, he deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. Do you think do you think what he's getting paid though is what, he, what the contract is to be the second highest paid player in the or quarterback in the NFL? Do you think that's fitting or the way the quarterback market
0: works is just how it works. It's just yeah, I agree. every year someone's gonna be the newest, the newest, highest paid quarterback. It's just how it works. And he got lucky that they, they drug their foot in the mud with him for the last couple of years because he tried to get this deal done two years ago. But they just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and franchising. Now he got his deal and he got to pay him what he's worth Forty mils is the going rate right now. And if – I mean, if anything, the team that they had on paper last year with and without Dakota Prescott is, is the difference. With that Prescott, they might have won a playoff game. Without that, that Prescott, they're not even in the they're not even in the discussion. I mean, if right. they didn't play in such a tar- terrible division. It would have been like laughable, like how how much of a drop off it was from Dak Prescott to Andy Dalton. So, forty mils, forty mil. He gets like seventy something, seventy five guaranteed or something
1: like that. mil throughout the life of the contract. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah, and he has a fourth year opt out, so that's that's good for him. <laughs> that he can opt out if he wants. He'll he'll be a cowboy for life. I think so too. I think so too. unless, you know, Jerry Jones starts getting in one of those moods where he's just like he has to wheel and deal and by then
0: started. I don't even think it'll be Jerry Jones calling the shots anymore if he's alive. It's gonna be Steven Jones at some point, full yeah, full throttle. I, I,
1: I agree, but I'm I'm glad he's there. I'm glad he's tagged and the deal was done immediately. He had to be tagged for the sake of it for the day, but the deal is done. He's he's a cowboy and he's the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Um get it, boys. Notable, notable players that aren't franchised. So I'm going to go one through 10. I'll just name them. Give me a little speculation where you think he could land up. Okay. So the first one is a guy that we heard his name in and out all the time saying he could, he could not. Uh, Aaron Jones, running back. Formerly of the Green Bay Packers.
0: That one is intriguing. Um, it is. I thought they would hold on to him. Uh, so that one caught me off guard for sure. For some reason, I feel like he still may find it. He's going to find a way back in Green Bay when he realizes that the market is not so sweet. I mean, there are some teams out there that could afford him, like the Jets. Um, but I don't know if the Jets want to spend that money. The Dolphins. Another team that, that that are in need of a running back, I can see that as well. I can I, I definitely see that as well, but I don't know why. I just don't see I don't see Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon being the lead the the two lead backs for uh, for the Packers next year. And I feel like it should still be Aaron Jones. I don't know what they have up their sleeve. I I can't even tell you. They might be looking to draft it, uh Najee Harris or Etienne or I don't know. Is chubb Hubbard coming out like one of these boys? But to me, common sense says stay, uh, figure out a contract situation that would work for both sides without having to franchise him. But obviously, he wants his money. I mean, he, he, he led the the league in uh, Russian touchdown last year with Michael so, Yeah, he had 15.
1: Yeah,
0: so um, figure it out. If not, I think he'll end up as a Jet or a Dolphin, to be honest with you.
1: I think I'm kind of leaning the same way as you. I was, I was doing a lot of reading and preparing for this, um, and one of the beat writers for. Uh, Green Bay was saying that they're looking to bring him back on a cheaper deal as opposed to franchising to, uh, franchising him and, and trying to work that out. Yeah. Uh, and that makes sense to some people. Like, And we talked about it all the time that, you know, the league doesn't value running backs like they should. Uh, but when a guy is pivotal in your offense, like he was, could kind of give uh, Aaron Rodgers a bit of a rest as opposed to throwing, you got this guy who can rush it for you. Yeah. I, I think it would make sense that you do bring him back. But he is linked to the Dolphins. Um, my landing spot, I think, would be the Dolphins for him. They they need a running back bad. Miles Gaskin isn't the the person that they need. Uh, but I'm with you. If if he's smart, and if actually isn't if he's smart, it's more if the Packers if are the smart. Packers yeah, Cause
0: I think, I mean, first of all, I mean, if he wants to go get paid, go get paid. At the end of the day, that's that to me is the as a running back and like I know we said they're they're kind of undervalued the problem is that they are overutilized at times so their shelf life is not as high as a quarterback or a receiver or you know safety or something like that like they literally at their best will be 7 8 seasons at their tip top absolute best they're not going to make it past 28 29 like you're not frank gore's APs, those are, you know, those are not normal situations. So, you know, he's he's not old, but he's not, like, young either. And you can find somebody that can get the same production from cheap. So, do you see the Le'Veon Levy Bell situation? He waited to get paid. It's not really working out for him. He's, he's on a good situation now, but he's not a leading back anymore. Melvin Gordon was going through it. Uh, a lot of these backs are going to go through it. Aaron Jones, to me. They'll figure it out in Green Bay. The thing, you know, Green Bay is a very different kind of organization compared to other football teams. They don't have like an ownership or anything like that. It's all the city owns it. City owns it. so it's so different over there. That's why I'm not surprised that he didn't get franchised, But I do feel like they will find a way to bring it back.
1: Yeah, they, if it wants to get paid, go get paid. I feel like they take care of their players too there, uh, in the long run. Yeah, um, but I also don't think Jamal uh, Williams is a is on the team either. I think he's a free agent, too. Is he? I think so.
0: If that's the case, they have no reason not to bring him <laughs> They got to get somebody. I mean, A.J. Dillon was great in college, but A.J. Dillon is 250 pounds.
1: Yeah, he's a six,
0: Like, he's not Derrick Henry. He's, like, a big boy. Like, you want somebody that's not that big, too. There's a lot of cheese curds to eat over there, too. So, it's just yeah, that. that he might, I don't know. He, unless he's lactose intolerant, I know that boy is eating over there, too. So...
1: so My number two guy now, this is one that I was speaking about last week. And I was like, this is definitely a guy who could get the franchise tag. But I also feel like it's kind of pointless because he doesn't want to be there. So I feel like Detroit made the right move and they didn't keep Kenny Galladay. So Galladay is now a free agent. Um, I don't think they see him in their future plans. Where do you see him winding up? As we discussed, I said there's no way he was gonna he was gonna be in Detroit
0: moving forward. And it was one of those teams that that needs somebody. It's a New England, uh, a New York Jets. Uh, I saw him linked to the Giants. I don't know what is this what is this notion that the Giants all of a sudden need receivers, but they they're linked to drafting receivers in this draft and they're linked to picking up one of these free agents. So I saw New York Jets. I've seen New York Giants. Uh, I, I don't see why New England wouldn't want to make a run for them. Shoot, the Eagles should make a run for them. <laughs> uh, the Colts, I can see that as well. That would be
1: a good – that would be a great fit for them right there. If I, if I had to pick one team – God. <sighs> if I had to pick one team, let's say the Colts – Colts. Let's say the Colts. So this is another guy I did a little bit of reading on and in the beginning it was the Giants that were linked to him. Yeah. And then there was rumblings Washington would would come knocking and now I was reading a beat writer from Miami saying the Dolphins are are, uh, linked to him. The Dolphins are going to make a big splash this year I think. I think they've got I think, see, this is what I was talking about. You know, guys like Sam Darnold on my team, you know, they don't go and get them toys, but the Dolphins drafted a player who's a good quarterback. If they're going to keep him, surround him with, help. So if you're going to do that, Kenny Galladay is a great number one for you to have on your team. I think. So I think he could land up with Miami too. If he goes, if he goes to the, um, he's not going back to Detroit, but yeah, Miami would be the team that I would think. And if not, I would possibly say the Colts would be a dark horse. I, like, I really like that pick right there.
0: I don't, because that means Carson Wentz to we'll, we'll win a
1: Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my, my next two, three and four, they're on the same team, and, and they were expected to franchise tag one of these guys uh, within the coming days, but they didn't. Uh, we have a running back and a cornerback, Chris Carson and Shaquille Griffin. Both are, I wouldn't say really key pieces to the team, but know the system, play well, fan favorites, um, pretty quiet, not vocal about a lot of stuff, kind of hurt every now and then, but when on the field they produce. Yeah. Um, Do you see them possibly trying to bring them back on a cheaper deal?
0: Carson, no. The thing about Seattle is that they always have backup running backs. Like, they always have running backs on their roster. They're not going to give Carson, uh, Chris Carson, money. It's just it's not going to happen. Like they have, they, they like drafted
1: who's the guy they drafted in the first round that's been hurt every year since. What, what what year is that? Like two or three years ago. I couldn't even say off the top of my head. I know you, a,
0: you know who I'm talking about. They have right? a couple. They have a couple guys. Yeah, I know. I have a feeling I know what you talk about. They have a couple guys though. So like at the end of the day, they're not hurting for running backs. They'll find a running back for cheap. They're not going to worry about that. Where Chris Carson would probably end up, who knows? He could end up in Green Bay if they don't bring back Aaron Jones. To be honest with you, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of uh, what kind of uh, price tag he's uh, he's being valued at right now, as far as asking price. I mean, it's it's really tough because there's so much uh, of the same kind of like players that you don't know what team is valued because are our teams going to wait for the draft because. Like, like you're a Jets fan, right? Would you rather have a Najee Harris and Travis Etsu, or would you want to have one of these Chris Carsons or Aaron Jones? You know where I stand on this. You like Najee Harris, I know that. I you?
1: love I. oh my but god. But if you have the opportunity to get Aaron Jones or Chris Carson, would you not I'm taking I'm taking Najee Harris, man? You have youth and they're comparing him to such a, a bully of a running back, man. Like they're they're comparing him to a lot of great players.
0: I saw Steven Jackson, remember him? yeah
1: uh, saw that comparison that was a rain he
0: played for the rams yeah i saw i saw someone else too i forgot but yeah i can i can see i can he's a big guy so i can see that. One
1: scout one scout for alabama said that he will be better than derrick henry he said he will be better than derrick henry Define, and that makes me i don't know i mean it's it's everything to hype derrick the just ran for two thousand yards i but all i'm saying is this kid is he's the real deal running like he's a definitely first day off the board running back that you have to take you're seeing a good running back there but we're, we're going draft let's yeah. let's let's stick with these guys um because I could talk all day about we could do a show about Najee Harris about
0: Najee Harris alone and I and can I'll, do one I'll
1: just, I'll just I'll send the clips all day to the Jets just like <laughs> hey man just listen to this t- give it some thought um Chris Carson like you said, it's, it's, it's just kind of like a wait-and-see approach for running yeah. backs. It, it, sucks, exactly. for, it it's, sucks for It's them. a
0: running back thing, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it really sucks, man. I don't like that value of that because at the end of the day, I feel like running backs are like the most popular players in the NFL <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. they like the most popular players. They sell the most jerseys if it's not the quarterback. Not, um,
0: they're not a no. I would say the wide receiver is the most popular player on the team, the quarterback and the
1: wide receiver. I feel like it's running back because when you when you think of like give give me five household name running backs that play right now. That that play right oh that play right now. I I can't, I I wouldn't be able to do that. But But if I tell you you give me five quarterbacks, you can name them off the rip. Yeah, I mean I could five receivers, you can name
0: them off the rip.
1: Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara yeah,
0: exactly. Running backs are just the the value of a running back is just this is not 1976, like it's is it's a passing league. I'm saying I'm you need your say, running back to be very versatile, like an Alvin
1: Kamara. That's why you know, Camara... when I'm trying, yeah, the game evolves. I understand that the ground and pound is like going away, but what I'm trying to get is like overall. When you think of like great football players, Emmitt Smiths, the Jim Browns, you know the Herschel Walkers, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Walter Payton's, I know, but uh, but like it's it's like running backs, and now it's like slowly fading away. So yeah, it's like a domino effect. It's kind think of like
0: about a it at a, at a time. You, you'll probably see a couple of running backs going the first round. Not anymore. You may get yeah. one this year, because I've i been hearing maybe not even not Jairus going the first round, because I think mm-hmm. he's already mm-hmm. falling. But receivers, we got five. We got a tight end in, in Kyle Pitts. We got Jamar Chase. We got uh, Jalen Waddell. We got Devontae Smith. We got uh, Rondell Moore. We got, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rashad Bateman. All Projected going to go in the first round last year. It was the same thing. It was uh the yeah, Lamb and uh and Ruggs and Jalen Rieger and Justin Jefferson. So receivers, that's I mean, it's just that's just where it's at right now. It's that's where the value he,
1: is. I just think it's they don't know how to produce the talent out of these guys. They draft them and they just fall by the wayside. It's
0: not the producing the talent, is they can get more for less. I can get a 23-year-old to do exactly what this 28 year old can do. And I'm paying this 23 year old a million and I got to pay this 28 year old 18 million to keep him on my team. I might, I'm going to play, pay the 23 year old to do exactly what this 28 year old can do, who has less mileage on his body. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, you, it's, if you get a fresh, you get an Alabama running back,
1: they've already, it's like, they've already played four years of professional football. <laughs> I won't, I won't fight that at all. So, all right. So predictions, Carson and, and Griffin, where could you see them at? Carson, he probably ended up in New England for all I know. I don't know. New
0: England. I'll say New England. It, that makes sense to me. Uh, Griffin. God, who's going to need? Oh, should kill Griffin. Mm, I say he resigns.
1: I like that one. He resigns. I could see Griffin resigning or going to Jacksonville. And Carson might have to play that weight game, man. As much as that sucks, I could see that. Maybe coming back to the Seahawks on a cheaper deal. New England gets um, in front of low. You know how Bill Belichick. Yeah, he he fits that model. And then I think he's been linked to the Jets too. But everyone's
0: been linked to the Jets.
1: Know, everyone's been
0: linked to the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, a That's, lot.
1: A lot have. It's kind of annoying. Nobody um, linked to Philly because we got no money. My next two picks, five and six, are both tight ends, and they're productive tight ends at that. Uh, Hunter Henry and John two Smith. Donnie Smith. Smith where, do you, where do you see these? Hunter boys? Henry. Hunter Henry's surprised I didn't that he didn't get tagged. I'm I'm surprised at didn't because he's a good offensive because he, because he stayed hurt. That's why he does stay hurt a lot. But when he's on the field, he's productive. That's, that's like the hardest thing, man. It sucks. Your but. best
0: ability is availability. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay healthy. The, again, this whole no like so the whole franchise thing, it's just it doesn't mean that they're gonna let you walk. You gonna test free agency and realize you have a home still in uh, in uh, in Los Angeles. So, to me, he is still one of the most productive tight ends that we do have in the league, top ten for me. Why? I mean, you got a young you got a young quarterback, and aging receivers and like Keenan Allen. You know, Mike Williams is not old, but you know, he's always got an injury bug too. He's always hurt too. So, keep him find a way to, to, to restructure his deal and make it more, you know, team-friendly. Or, I mean, yeah, yeah. Or if the Colts can't find a way to get Carson Wentz off of us, Hunter Henry would be perfect in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, sh- not Chicago, yeah, Colts Met. Uh, you no, know, that's the only... Pittsburgh, no. New England? Yeah. New England, no. He not. He's a charger. He's a charger. He's a charger, or because they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't uh, franchise Johnny Smith. He might just end up in Tennessee. Nah, he's not. He's not a bruiser like that. They need, they need tough <laughs>
1: boys like that. So now nah.
0: he'll stay. He'll stay in L.A. He look like a West Coast kid. He's about
1: Johnny.
0: Man, that one kind of surprised me. That one really surprised me. Actually, I feel like I thought they liked
1: him. I did too. I mean, he, he didn't pronounce that much. He. God. What's going on in
0: Cleveland or Cincy? I want him to be like in the Midwest. Cincy's a good spot for one of them to land. Because who does Cincy have right now at, at Titan? I don't. I can't even think of the person. It's I think they had like
1: Uz, Uz, Uzo. Yeah, that's they use. Uzoma or something like that. Yeah, and then the the other guy that came in, he was. Who still... does Jacksonville have? That could be a that could be a spot. They're tied and retired used to be since he's old one, Eifert.
0: He's oh, done... it was Tyler Eifert, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, one of
1: those. Are... Hunter Henry is going to Jacksonville. I could see it. That's Hunter a good Henry idea. is going to Jacksonville. Cincy he, since he or Jacksonville, take your pick. I don't care. One of them there, one or the other.
0: We're going to Jacksonville. That's what we're going to do. John Smith, Cincinnati.
1: My next. This one was inevitable when they made the trade for Brown from the Raiders. Joe Tooney is now a free or a not franchise tag and welcome to test the market. Do you think Belichick will bring him back on a cheaper deal? I thought he already did. Oh. Did he Um, not already do that? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. But I know the the Brown move solidified that Tooney is expendable. That's true. He's linked to a whole lot of teams.
0: Honestly, you know, with 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 offensive linemen, I mean, they could end up anywhere. Like, it's it's, literally Jacksonville, anywhere. Like, anybody who has a young quarterback, Houston, if they have – the, I don't know if they want to keep Deshaun Watson and protect them. Seattle, if they want to keep Russell Wilson and protect them. Um, shoot, I wish I wish the the the, the Eagles have money because our <laughs> we 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 could we could use some uh, some help on the offensive line. Uh, who else is? I mean, there's a lot, but there's so many teams. With offensive linemen, it's really hard to pick where a player is going to end up. Um, it was smart for Bill Tech to go get Brown back. Mm-hmm. uh but you know he may he may he may end up he may end up in new england still but i mean he i mean there's too many there's, for an offensive linemen there's too many there's too many places you can go i'm hoping he comes to the jets man i need to, i need a stockpile you can't that. have everybody
1: i'm not i'm just saying that's the only one of these guys you that mentioned I can't.
0: seven players that want to be jets next year
1: I never, But I never said any of those guys that I want. I said who they were linked to, where I think they go. This is the only what? one I that I want here.
0: Oh, man. I, I heard Kenny Galladay. Oh, man. I heard. Uh,
1: I said I wish, but I told you he'd end up with either. Ryan I heard.
0: Clinton I heard. Carson. I heard. We I know heard, that
1: you're talking. Man. We know that those guys are going to talk to
0: everybody.
1: Tudor. I want him to be on the O-line. because our I O-line heard
0: Aaron out. Jones. Hey, man. I heard Barry Sanders. Damn, you want everybody over there. You want to bring back uh, what's his name, Curtis Martin? Bring Curtis him. Martin. You want to bring him back too? Bring, D Re- bring Island Rebus Island. Revis Island back. You want? You want? You want? What's his name to play backup? Joe Namath. Shoot, man, the worst
1: Hall of Famer ever. <laughs> All right, let's let's flip it to defense now. Uh, eight and nine. I got two good defensive players: linebackers, edge rushers. Hassan Reddick, very questionable, not tagged and Bud Dupree.
0: Bud Dupree. I'm not too shocked about Bud Dupree because I know they got no money over there. But I want Bud Dupree. We be linebackers, I wish – see, I wish wish we had money. That's the problem. The Eagles are broke. We got no money. We got a screwed-up situation. We – so our team has a good defensive line and okay secondary, but no linebackers. Linebackers. And a Bud Dupree would be perfect. You know, um, but uh, where do you think? Where do you think these two gentlemen will end
1: up? Hassan. Man, I hope my team calls. See them. what I mean? That's if, what uh, I hope, but but I, I don't. What I, about like the Panthers? The only reason I'm sticking defense, like my, my team is going to make a lot of defensive calls. I know that. My coach is a defensive coach. And he's going to be calling a lot of these defensive players. I know that. Panthers are a sneaky one. Um, I need to watch out for the Panthers. Cincinnati's wow. another really sneaky one too to go get some players. Cincinnati and, and, do. They do like to get people within their division. And and also, um, Patriots got a lot of money to spend, man. But they got a lot of guys coming back from like COVID, COVID opt out. Yeah,
0: yeah. But they but, do. They got money.
1: But you do They don't spend money. They, I know that, but this could be a changing of the guard for Bill. You never know. Any anything is any given Sunday, any given day in the NFL, something could change. And this guy, Hassan Reddick, he's a he's a nasty boy, man.
0: Ooh, you know where Bud Dupree's gonna end up? Green Bay.
1: They gotta go after somebody. They need Green a linebacker
0: Bay. because uh, a linebacker what's his name? Point. They didn't bring back what's his name? He had like a club on his hand at the end of the season. Uh, oh my god. I can't
1: even one of not even. One of the Smith brothers, was
0: it? No, it wasn't one of the Smith brothers. It was one of the, it's, I can't think of his name up. I got my Green Bay friends are gonna be mad. That I forget people's names. But Bud Dupree will be if because they, I don't know what they're gonna do with Aaron Jones, but if they're gonna spend money, they need to spend money on making sure that Tom Brady doesn't carve him up and Leonard Fournette, well whoever's the running back for the Bucks next year doesn't carve him up. Because that's who they got to worry about, is, is the Bucs. They don't gotta worry about Detroit. Chicago, unless they get Russell Wilson or or uh, Deshaun Watson, and Minnesota, no one cares about them. Their eyes are set on potentially the Saints and the Bucks. And if they had a Bud Dupree, or they had if they had a Bud Dupree, they would have won that game. So Green Bay needs to go after Bud Dupree. What do you see Hassan landing? I' I'm gonna I'm wait let me hear what you gotta say so I can kind of think about this one.
1: So I could see give or take I got three spots for either of them to go. Ooh, I got one. <laughs> Cincinnati. I, got one. I liked your pick on Green Bay. I didn't have that originally in it so I guess I could be a fourth. Green Bay is a sneaky pick. Seattle and Denver would be my other one. Because Denver loves him a good linebacker. And if you pair him with Von Miller, who they're keeping. Denver. You know who
0: I got? Believeland. Believeland. Cleveland got get
1: somebody, right? Or am I tripping here? Cleveland's going to make a move. I don't know what it's going to be, though. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy to shock the world, though. Cleveland. But it would be defensive, if anything.
0: Cleveland. I like Cleveland for this one.
1: Okay. And then one my of those number, two,
0: Cleveland, and then the other one goes to Green Bay.
1: Okay. And my number ten is our laughing stop because now this is year five they haven't used the franchise tag, and we predicted they were going to sign someone. It would be the first domino to drop. The Ravens didn't sign anybody. So you were you were
0: you were you were on there. You were you were right on.
1: So we have two good players that they were speculated to sign: um, Ngakwe and Judon linebacker and defensive end or defensive line defensive
0: end. defensive yeah. line player <laughs> I yeah. think he's a defense you know how J.J. Watt is like a D tackle and a D end yeah. no yeah. tackle in
1: this <laughs> they they move around too much yeah. um but two good players two great players that you would have on your team but my argument once again and I think you agreed it's like a a, a factory like we say Pittsburgh has a wide receiver factory those guys yeah. Bringing in another guy, bringing in another guy, bringing in another guy.
0: So, where do you what do you see? And Rockway is listed as an outside line, outside linebacker. Okay. <laughs> or defensive end.
1: Okay. <laughs> it depends on what system he is in, just so okay. you know. So nobody signed there. Do you think I know we were talking, I think, with the beat writer, Judon had some beef with him about what he was saying about him. Yeah. And it was back and forth with that. Do you see them trying to keep these two players? Because I feel like they're very pivotal. Like you said, they're not a win-now type of team. They're yeah. kind of like get the momentum and keep it and let the defense do their job to to, to keep us in this game. Do you think that they're going to make a run at these two players and try and at least keep one of them? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yes. I think the, the Ravens are a first-class organization. Let's just start with that, you know? So, to me... How they handle, like, they're not, they, they're they going to, they're still trying to figure out uh, Lamar Jackson. That's why they can't franchise anybody, because they're going to play Lamar Jackson long-term. So once they figure out what they're going to do with his contract situation, then they can worry about the other, like, he's number one on the pecking order right now, who they need to take care of. So they, once they figure, I think Lamar, because the thing about Deshaun, I mean, uh, Dak Prescott getting signed, that, that just, teams are on the clock now. So... They're on the clock for Lamar. Lamar's gonna get 40 mil. Naturally, you're gonna get the MVP 40 mil now. So he's gonna get 40 mil a year. Is there gonna be room for Judon? Is there gonna be room for Ngakwe? I'm not sure. Are they gonna take a team-friendly deal? Probably not. Judon, no. Ngakwe. I can see, I can see him sticking around. Judon probably will go somewhere else. But Ngakwe, they'll probably keep. Well, Ngakwe was only there for a little bit, so I don't. It's not like he has like a, a, a true tie to them, so it's a little tough. It's it's tough with them because I'm, I'm not sure what where their head is at right now. Are they looking for money? Are they looking for long-term security? Are they looking for a, a ring? Because like think about all these players we have mentioned. We haven't even mentioned the Bucks. Someone's gonna end up. They're gonna someone's gonna end up with the Bucks for cheap. It could be Aaron Jones for all we know. They're gonna because I think Leonard is gonna get some money. So. Who are the Bucks going to look after? it? We'll, we'll play free agency game on that one for sure. I'll I'll we'll hold I'll hold off with Judani and Ngakwe because I'm not
1: I I got to do a little bit more research on where their head is at right now. Let's just let's just both agree that um, Ngakwe will not go back to Jacksonville. Why not? I think they put bad bad blood or bad taste. LeBron in it. LeBron He's shouldn't have gone back to Cleveland, but he did it. He's a different caliber.
0: Cleveland, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> um. One of them might end up in Cleveland, actually. That'd be a good one. Cincinnati and Cleveland are going after it now because they know Pittsburgh's in trouble. They know the Ravens need help offensively. And Cleveland is right there. And Cincinnati, once uh, Joe Burrow is back is, and they, they get a receiver, another receiver, they're right there. So those are two teams that are, that'll go for it. The Giants, they'll go for it. I mean, they only got – I mean – they got to deal with the Cowboys and the football team, you know, but they ain't got to deal with us. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's Seattle. I mean, there's, there's teams out there. There's teams out there.
1: I could see, I could see Judon coming back. I could see Ngakwe bolting for money. He probably that's end up in Detroit on some blank books. Some, some I, I something I see stupid like that. Money. Yeah. yeah. I could see Detroit signing him. I could see Houston signing him to replace the J.J. Watt. Um, there's a lot of places he could go that he would fit in well. Um, anything is possible. I don't know where he's going to go, though. We'll play that one on free agency. When, when we
0: do play. free agency, I'm gonna I'm coming back with a vengeance because now I'm going to have all my ducks in a row. I'm going to call my, my beat writers, my insiders. I got, you know, I got Adam Schefter on line one. I got uh, Chris Mortensen on like line six.
1: What's Michael Pless on?
0: Michael Michael Plus is on uh on my on my my uh, my pager. <laughs> Every now and then I get this little beep sound.
1: We got to bring someone on for free agency. There's a lot of people that have been hitting me up and say, "Let me do free agency with you. I really want in." So we'll, we're we're gonna, we have gonna
0: hit free that free I'm, agency. I'm I'm
1: coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> All right. So second half is starting for the NBA season. You were on the ground in Atlanta. We got nothing from you. It's okay.
0: Yeah. We're here for business. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You were there for business.
0: I, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't all there.
1: Did you? <laughs> did you happen to see the All Star game? The actual game. The game and the different events. Did you get to the whole Sunday the game? night? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I okay. watched the Sunday night. Yeah. What did you think of the All Star game? I thought this. I thought this. The skills contest was was weird because it was, I. I wanted to see – I know Luca was there. Chris Paul's old ass was there. I wanted to see John Morant. I wanted to see, you know, LaMelo Ball. I wanted to see, like, a lot of these young cats uh, in the skills competition. I mean, who who won? Vucevic? No, it's Sabonis. Sabonis. I like to ask. Look shoot. I'm like, Sabonis made every three point shot. I was like, ah, okay, the
1: big, the big man is taking control of the skills challenge.
0: I know they didn't have any real little men except for Chris Paul. I mean, Luka Doncic is a six foot seven. I want to see like point guards.
1: And Chris Paul can never hit that layup to save his life, man. This is year two that he's missed it. Crazy. Well, he's like he's notorious for missing a layup.
0: Hey, man, it happens. It's all mental. But I thought the skills competition could have used more younger firepower that fans will like actually like want to gravitate to. No offense to Sabonis and Vucevic and uh, Julius Randle and all these guys, but like uh, Julius went out ASAP. Exactly, man. but uh, I wanted to see him. <laughs> I wanted to see like a John Moran and stuff like that. But that that's neither here nor there. Uh, the three point competition, Steph Curry, man.
1: Do we think anything else? But listen, Steph people backed out. People backed
0: out. I know that. So it, it, it didn't matter. If people backed out. Steph was going to win that regardless. Steph is it's like, you know, he got hurt and he kind of took like a year off and we kind of like, kind of forgot about Steph. I feel like
1: he used, I didn't forget about him.
0: I felt like he used this All-Star Weekend to remind the world I'm still that dude. Curry. I'm still that light-skinned dude that y'all love to hate. And I'm like, damn, Steph Curry. Like he, that three-point competition when he gets hot, first of all, I didn't know Mike Conley was gonna be that good of a, a three point shooter. I was, yeah. that caught me off guard, but Steph, that boy is different, man. Like I, I, am so happy. I grew up in the era that I grew up in, so I can tell my kids about Steph Curry. Like, <laughs> in however many years, I'm like, man, I grew up with the greatest shoot I've ever seen in my entire
1: life. The best, the best thing about that contest was the when he was missing the shots on the first rack, yeah, and then it was like the third rack. They were writing him off like, oh, he might lose this. I think he's gonna yeah. lose. I said it too. I was like, he's gonna lose. I was like, no, dude, like you can't count this guy out. Like, I, know. I said, I, I even told I was watching with a friend. I said it's coming down to the last ball, the last ball, and you know he's not gonna miss it. You know he's not gonna miss it. Yeah,
0: and that's he what happened. Again, we gotta get kudos to Mike Conley though. I had no idea he would be this good in a three-point competition. I I don't see him as that type of player. So. That caught me off guard,
1: but... I think that's 14 years of not being, you know, welcome to the All-Star game. This is going to do it for you right there. Hey, kudos. Finally. Well, Wardell, Wardell,
0: Stephen Curry is a bad boy. Bad boy. Dunk, dunk contest, what you think? It's trash. Uh, we got robbed. Cassius Stanley got robbed in the it first... Sucks.
1: It sucks going first in a dunk contest.
0: That first dunk was a 50. It as soon as they didn't give it a fifty, I was like, "This dunk contest is about to be whack." I was
1: yeah. Obie's Obie's first dunk should have been at fifty-two because it was it's never been done.
0: Obi's first dunk was more impressive during the replays. After I saw the replay, I was like, "Oh," but Cassius Stanley's first dunk, I was like, "Damn!" I didn't even need to see a replay. Obi, oh, the thing about uh, like Amari Stoudemire and all the big men who ever dunked Andre, uh, not Andre Drummond, uh, DeAndre Jordan, it's it's hard to make
1: but he was he was flying and putting some good dunks together yeah he he had jumped over like he he brought his arm back the problem with that dunk is that he always
0: say you can't put your arm on the dude's shoulder because you you as you you're using him as a prop i mean as a like a lift off a little bit it was an impressive dunk i can't do that and you know a lot of people in the dunk houses can't do that but had he cleared him clean? Like, the reason why, um, what's his name, lost last year, Aaron Gordon lost last year is because he landed on a on a Taco Fall shoulder. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see, like, it clean. They wanted it to be clean. Mm-hmm. Mind you, all the people who were judging the dunk contest were all dunk contest winners from the past. So, to us, it was impressive. To them, it was like, eh. you know what I mean? Because their criteria is going to be a little bit harder.
1: Okay. Either way... I think Anthony Simons dunks both of them or all three of them. One of the three were impressive. The the recreating the team act was really cool to see. That was cool. And the one where he just caught the ball off the rim and brought that was like the same thing as an alley oop, but it was just placed there for you to catch. Yeah. And then the last one. He's six foot three. He's six foot three. Nate Robinson could jump over, jump out the gym over him, man. You know who's six foot?
0: You know who Steve Nash is six foot three. Have you ever seen Steve Nash even get remotely that high? <laughs> that, but that wasn't Steve Nash's game, though. Uh, listen, he's six foot three, and that boy—that boy got bunnies. I didn't know he had bunnies, hmm. and I know if he would have kissed—if he would have kissed the rim, if he would have yeah. actually kissed it, done—he would have broke his teeth. But it would have been a lot more impressive. <laughs> but
1: break some teeth, wouldn't it. The
0: fact that he got that break high, where he could have actually kissed the rim, I was like, all right, whatever. Do I think he deserved it? To me, it didn't really matter because Cassie Stanley got robbed in that first dunk and his well, confidence
1: in the second dunk.
0: His confidence was shot after that. Like when you, when you know you threw up a 50, it's like you know you, you like you took an exam, right? And you know, I killed this exam. And you come back, you got to see. And you're like, what? Like, what did I do wrong? He, so, I think his confidence, he's only 19 years old. His confidence was shook.
1: And he's on a two-way contract. So and he's on a
0: two-way deal. Nobody even knows. He's never dunked in an NBA game. And he's known to
1: be a dunker. They probably gave, they probably gave him that just to represent Indiana in the dunk contest. So I've got a – I feel like the dunk contest needs, like, better rules or better, like, like, structure to it. You remember the one year that they had the wheel and they had to spin the wheel and they had to recreate a dunk? I hated that. In the past? You hated that? I hated that. I feel like they should have to recreate a dunk, like a past players' dunk. No,
0: nah, why? You're taking away from their originality.
1: I guess. I guess, like, I feel like it needs structure because...
0: I think in a normal instance, this dunk, con- if it's a normal All-Star weekend... So my argument Zion. then is,
1: one is why does Anthony Simon's dunk get so much hype and get a 50 when he just recreated T-Max dunk? It's the same thing. I get you're paying homage, but... Yeah, but saying. he didn't have to spin a wheel to do that. I know, but I'm saying... Regardless, like when these guys recreate the dunks, like we've seen it before.
0: But at some point, you're gonna see every. It's impo- Look, it's it's hard. Like we got spoiled watching the Vince Carter's and the Jason Richardson's and the T. and stuff. We did, and then we had a little lull. But Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine spoiled us again because we thought the dunk contest was back back because they put on shows which were amazing. We're not. There's not many dunkers like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. No, nope. You know, like think about it. Even when Dwight was winning and Nate Robinson, Nate Robinson was only winning because he was short. Nate Robinson wasn't doing anything crazy. I'm
1: just my three-time dunkers,
0: three time to- of all of all the dunkers in NBA history, Nate is a three-time uh champion for the dunk contest. You know that's crazy. Think about it. The year the one that always pissed me off the most was against was Aaron uh Andre Godalo when he was with the Sixers. He, yeah, we got bad blood. Dollar threw it off the the back of the backboard, cocked it back, threw it under the rim, and reverse slammed
1: it. You don't know how impressive that was. That was, I remember that. Nate
0: Robinson just so happened to be five foot nine. They gave him, they let let, let, let little Nate win. Hey man,
1: he can't box, but he can dunk for sure. So let him. He beat. can't
0: box. He can't. Man, whatever. Hey, he was a good
1: it. corner though. He's a good corner. I was,
0: yeah, he's a football player. That's why he's so like so bulky. I don't know how he got his ass knocked out by a YouTuber. I'm a football player slash basketball player get knocked out by a YouTuber.
1: So
0: the game. What did you think <laughs> of the game? The game, man. The, the game could have been better, only because you know I wish Ben Simmons was playing. I wish Joel Embiid B was playing. Yeah. I wish Durant was playing. I yeah, wish Devin, Book, Devin Booker was playing. A lot of players that I actually wanted to see weren't play. LeBron didn't play past the second quarter.
1: Four points,
0: man. Hey, I love. And he hey, said, I, "I'm a GM." I loved it. I, I loved it play. so. You know why? Because he didn't want to be there in the first place. He's like, mm-hmm. he made it clear back in January when they asked him about it. I don't, I don't want to be there, but I'll be there. And he showed up, had a couple dunks, and he was like, he was like, uh, like the the teacher watching his students just, just fucking master that.
1: I'm gonna fuck all these boys up when playoff time comes.
0: <laughs> Yo, LeBron. Hey, y'all, this LeBron is all psychological. Like, he didn't want to, he didn't want, he didn't want Paul George on his team, but he got forced to take Paul George. He didn't want to pick any Utah Jazz. He was like, cause he noted the number one seat. He was like, all right, I guess I'll take a Jazz player. Like, all the teams that are like, that could, could potentially knock him off his throne, he was there. You could just see the mind, like, Jordan, Kobe, uh, Shaq, people like that, like they had that kind of like, like, you know, that kind of like pettiness and I loved it. So I love the pettiness from LeBron.
1: You know what I took away from the All-Star game? It was just another shooting practice for Steph and Dame. That's all I took away from it. Can we talk about Dame, can we talk
0: about Dame Dollar? Like Steph, we already knew this. we already knew this.
1: I Want people to know that Dame had the longest shot that he made in the game. And it pissed me off because I was watching at halftime and they showed remember he made that shot from behind backcourt and made yeah. it. And then they showed Steph, which was like two feet from half court and they made it. And they showed Steph's highlight and not Dame. I was like, What is this, man? It's Steph. I like this man.
0: It's Steph, you know how it is. But oh, can man, you know, man, we, it can we look as long as I as long as Damian Lillard is in the NBA, I've been I've been on this this train since the first not the first time i saw him play but like the first playoff series i saw him in i'm like if y'all don't put respect on this man's name i'm i'm, I'm just i'm getting sick and tired of it like to the point like i'm really like i don't understand why i know Giannis, Giannis, he got the all star mvp cool you know he didn't miss a shot 35 points that was great but i think dane
1: he was number two
0: <laughs> dane 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 like and I kept saying it. When, it. when the score got close, I just kept pointing to my wrist. I said, it's Dame time. It's Dame time. And Dame and that's game.
1: Part what Steph even recognized. When he made that shot, he got up and
0: yes. did one of those. No, no, no.
1: Steph knew he was going to make the half-court
0: shot before he even took it. He started waving goodbye to the bench that's before before Dave even took the shot. That That's what game recognized game for real. Because mm-hmm. we consider – and it's, I mean, universally, no. Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. I think we can all agree that that is what it is. But Dame is is a bad is
1: bad is a bad. Dame's under the radar, man. He's truly under the I radar. I don't understand he's how been, he can be I, under the radar. He's been killing teams. You got com- to compare him with the Ray Allens, the Reggie Millers, and things like that. But as of right now, like he's he's holding really tight on Steph's Achilles heel, in my opinion.
0: I've been saying it for look, even when Steph was winning MVPs. Every time Dame went up against him, he dropped fifty. He'll give him forty-two. He'll have a triple-double. He'll dunk on somebody. Like he always welcomed that challenge.
1: Dame is like, my favorite player. I, I just won't, don't understand I won't back down on Dame. It's just it's 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 so crazy that you know he makes it from behind half court, but they show Stephs. I was like, this doesn't make any sense, man. They even
0: did it like a, I think it was on ESPN. Like the article said, uh, Team LeBron led by Steph and Giannis win the. <laughs> I was like, led by who I know Steph had a good game, don't get me wrong. And I'm about to take an, I will never take anything away from Steph. But y'all need to stop playing with my boy Damian Lillard. I'm I'm getting sick and tired of it. Like it's it's a it's that's the pandemic now. The pandemic, coronavirus, that's almost over. We got vaccines and stuff. This new pandemic is disrespecting Damian Lillard, and I'm not gonna sit here and have it anymore. I'm sick and tired of it.
1: All right, so second half of the season will be taking place now. They put out the um, schedules. Uh, what do you see predictions going forward? Do you think anything's going to change out west, out east? How are teams going to match up? Utah the real deal? Philly the real deal?
0: You already know how it's going to end. <laughs> Brooklyn in, in six versus whomever comes out of the west. It doesn't really matter at this point.
1: Unless, unless – Blake Griffin really? is now a net. Unless Philly or
0: LA LA, because I think Utah, and I and I give them all the credit in the world. But when it gets to the playoffs, this is a big boys league, okay? LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Like this is like where the like where the real men come out. And y'all still babies. No offense, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. I think you're the next – I think you got a lot of D-Wade in you, but you're not D-Wade. Like, I've seen D-Wade put Miami on his back for four games in a row to beat Dallas back in 06. I don't think Donovan's there yet. I think he's got the talent to be there, but I think he needs to he, he needs to get disappointed in the playoffs maybe one more time and be in a different city that's not Utah. Cleveland – I mean, the the Clippers, the Lakers – the Nets and the Sixers are your, are going to be your four conference finals teams, unless seeding, I don't know how seeding is going to work in the West, because the, the Jazz might very well finish with the top seed. And if the Jazz have the top seed and Phoenix somehow holds on to that two seed, then we have like three and four will be L.A., L.A. And then like, I don't know, it, it's weird how the seeding could possibly work out. But to me, the four best teams are those teams. But with Brooklyn getting, getting Blake Griffin, and somehow they might get. I don't know if you saw your favorite player in the world, LaMarcus Aldridge, you just got just got uh, mutually parted ways with with the Spurs. If they if the Nets find a way to get LaMarcus Aldridge, and or Andre Drummond, yeah. I will not watch basketball for the rest of this season.
1: Them. I won't either.
0: This calendar year, I will I will officially close my laptop. I'll close my TV, my tablets, my phones. I'm. I'm not listening to any more day, debate shows. I'm not listening to any blogs, any podcast. If they get all these guys, what is the point of? There is no point. All this to be the 36 year old man. You think? All, they really
1: think he's Thanos. Do you think? Do you think Tom Brady's just like calling him and say, and say like, here's how you get it done. Let me teach you.
0: <laughs> ain't nobody ain't, ain't nobody had a team like the like the it's like it's literally what the Bucks did or what the Nets are doing right now. Exactly. Getting everybody for cheap. Getting everybody for cheap. This the Nets are the Bucks. And LeBron's like, I got hurt ass Anthony Davis. And he looks around, he's like, okay, Dennis Schroeder's here. I got oh uh the bald eagle. What's his name? Uh Caruso. He's doing commercials now. Kuzma is like he's just un- to too much. Kuzma always feeling himself. Montrez, Montrez <laughs> Harold's is got like a shoe deal with Reebok now. Like, <laughs> just like, unless and then and then and then the Clippers, it's literally just Kawhi and Paul George. I don't care what you say about Ibaka. Yeah. I don't care what you say about Batum. It's, it's the Kawhi and Paul. It's George Kawhi and right. Paul George. So yeah. unless one of those three teams—Philly, uh, LA, LA get somebody somebody of relevance to to to, to it's, just just, it's impossible. It's impossible. It is.
1: I it's I agree. six. <laughs> six. All right. So with that winding down, let's give let's give kind of some early predictions of what we think for NBA awards coming up. We'll give some mid season awards. How about we'll
0: call it that. Mid
1: season. Because
0: my opinion can change in two weeks. So
1: I'll be like until the the beat writer's opinion's changed in two days, so.
0: Exactly. Like, again, if I'm
1: giving new information, I'm allowed to change my opinion, right? I know I gave you the list. Yes. I'm going to start from the back end, though. Cool. Because I feel like the first one is just like what everybody wants. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. So, stuff from the back. Executive of the year.
0: We. Uh, it's, it's no-brainer. <laughs> Sean Marks of the Brooklyn no, No-brainer. <laughs> it's Sean a no-brainer. Marks of the
1: Brooklyn Nez. Sean Marks slash... Tom Brady on the other line is definitely the GM of the year. Has to be. Has to be. No, Congrats! Like them. seriously, I I applaud everything that like they they made the big splash to get James
0: Harden, and they find they're, they're gonna find ways to fill up the holes. You got to give it to them.
1: New Zealanders you. know how to do it. You got to give you it to know them. Know how to do it. Coach of the year, Clint Snyder. Agree with you 100. Won't even. I wasn't a, Steve Nash. No, because he's just. No, he's not the coach. Ky- Kyrie Irving
0: said at the beginning of the year we don't need a coach he's not our coach this is all this is all talent that's winning
1: <laughs> all he does is go out and have you know lunch with Blake Griffin and say come on this shit man don't he go he looks that, at, that. he
0: looks he like Dan Tony what should i do cuz that's the real that's the, a coach he's like oh uh who else is on that ro- uh coaching staff what
1: should i do oh get just- more shooters <laughs> all right i agree with you on Snyder. he's definitely coach of the year Most improved player.
0: Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons. If he doesn't, he's snubbed. He's He went from like 11 to 23 (laughs) points a game. Like, he was good for Denver last year.
1: But Detroit,
0: that's the only bright spot that they have right now.
1: Detroit, for him to grow, he had to go to Detroit because he's going to get more minutes there. And he was on a really bad Philadelphia 76er team. And I feel like they just didn't let him. Slow down. Slowly, I'm, I'm. I'm just trying to be honest. He was with your Sixers, and I saw flashes in him that I was like, "Oh, this kid's gonna be pretty good." Yeah, we. Then he kind of got, yeah, kind of got lost in the Denver system a little bit. Then reemerged, had a good playoff run, and Pistons took a gamble. And, and yeah, my original pick would have been, and if he comes back healthy, Christian right. would. Right? I love Christian I- Wood I- was, he,
0: was, he my was my original pick too, pick. but he hasn't played in like a month. So yeah. That's he, hard. Again, your best ability is availability. So right now, I got Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood. I wouldn't even. I was gonna say Julius Randle, but he didn't really make that much of a bump. He yeah. just he's gradually gotten better. So yeah, yeah. I got Jeremy Chris Grant.
1: Chris Bosh is another one, but not not. He's not touching it. It has to be Jeremy. Toronto's Grant. not good enough for me. So yeah, um, defensive player of the year. Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons. I'm going to go Rudy Gobert again. Of course you will. Ben I'm Simmons. A- I hope I hope Ben Simmons wins, though. I want you I to listen. I wanna see I want to see a guard or somebody else win it. Exactly. I would love to see that.
0: Just because he's not blocking four shots a game does not mean he's not defending one through five.
1: And he bought his brother a car on IG Live. That was dope. So like that was that that. dope. Hey. He got that All Star money. <laughs> I'm am a big Ben Simmons fan. I really am. I I got a lot of high hopes. I just want
0: him. To, I just want. To, I I want him to be successful so bad. I'm like, I want
1: people to take him serious, man. That's because
0: why. when that when that whole Donovan Mitchell rookie of the year thing was happening a couple years ago, I rolled so hard for Ben Simmons. But like now, I have to sit here and like I I will admit that Donovan Mitchell has definitely progressed yeah. more. Yeah. So it's like ugh, okay. Donovan,
1: or, um, ben Simmons has too. It's just. His
0: game is exactly the same. It it's is. exactly the same. He's got 16, 8, and 8 is gonna be his stat line for the rest of his career. He's gotten better defensively, but it's the same, it's the same. He peaked. I think he already peaked. If he if the only way he gets better is if he develops and trusts the jump shot. Other than that, 17, 8, and 8, 17, 9, and 8. That's gonna be his stat line. That's all. Which is not bad. It's just that's Jason Kidd numbers, but. I agree. Yeah.
1: Six man of the
0: year. I, I got to give it to Kevin Laura on this one. Jordan Clarkson. I, I do agree. Apologize. Utah I agree. got the Utah guy coach of the year. They could have defensive player of the year and a six man of the year for sure. I think Jordan Clarkson right now would be that guy.
1: I don't think there's any other six men that are really doing it right now. Nobody that really stands out like that. Mm-mm. No all stars this year either that were six men. Because like, usually
0: it's like the Montrez, Lou Will, uh, those are like the last two. Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder starts now. Uh But
1: yeah, it's, it's Jordan Clark. But he comes to mind. It's it's definitely got to be. It's definitely got to be him. Rick, this guy could tear his ACL right now. And we, we know the media will just say like the way he sits in the chair is so professional. Like. He he could start leading the NBA and claps during the during the regular. Season. I want to make a He'll case for somebody year. else though, but because I want to hear it. All right, we all, we all know who it's going to be. Lamelo but, will win Rookie of the Year. Okay, but make the case because I, I, I want. Hear
0: it. I want to make a case for Anthony Edwards. Okay,
1: thank you. Please.
0: That team is a train wreck. Okay, the only bright spot to me that they have is him. Like Cat God God rest. I mean, bless him. Oof, <laughs> God say. bless him. God he, you know, he's dealt. He's dealt with COVID. He's dealt with deaths in his family. He gets hurt. I and I and Cat Thomas could be so. I think he could be so good. Like I thought when he got to this league, he will be the most unstoppable. One of the most op, unstoppable offensive players that we had as a big man. And he can't. He can't really put his team on the back. Yeah. Deandre Russell. Then De, Deandre Russell got hurt. And then outside of that. Is nobody? It's Anthony Edwards, and I, I think Anthony Edwards to me is—he's not a better player than Lamelo. I honestly just find him more fun to watch than Lamelo. Like Lamelo is cool, like, I, I, and I and I like it. I'm, I'm cool with it. I—he's way better than Lonzo Bum, Lonzo Bum Ball. Way better than Lonzo. He's way better than Li- Li- LiAngelo He's the—he's the ball brother. If y'all listen to uh his dad a few years ago when Le- when Lamelo was still fifteen, he said, Now my, my boy Lamelo, that's gonna be the best one. We gotta stop, we gotta stop giving we gotta give Labar Ball some credit at some point, okay? LaVar Ball called this out when his boy was fifteen in Chino Hills still. So I'm gonna just say that. Anyway, Lamelo will win it, but we gotta we gotta get my we gotta give Anthony Edwards yeah. some flowers too. We do.
1: Stephen A. said it bit best about Lamelo. He said that he's the ball brother that we were promised. So yes, exact, exactly, exactly. I give it to Stephen A. Man, I, I can never trust anything uh, Lavar says because he comes in there with that slick eye, like, like he's got Levar, something. To to Lavar
0: is a is a is is marketing. He <laughs> has to act the way he acts, but <laughs> underneath everything that he says is true. You just have to like get past all the BS first. I think. Like, can- not everything. Like, not is not better than Steph Curry, but, you know. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> – he's going to be a Laker for life. That
0: didn't happen. All my boys We'll be all be on the Lakers. All we'll all gonna be playing together. If you want to win a championship, happen. all my boys got to play together.
1: <laughs> didn't happen. LeBron said, we got to clean this up, man. We got to clean this up.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So, the big award, MVP.
0: You know who I got? JoJo. Joella B. Hey, you see you see what he does. If
1: I, I got a new respect for him, if
0: Olajuwon got strong and a little bit taller, you have a Joel and B. Two boys from Africa, one from Nigeria, one from Cameroon. My boy Joel and B. That boy is gonna get us the number one seed over the Durant, even though we're gonna lose to them in the playoffs. Doc Rivers is gonna make sure that we get
1: that number one seed. I'm I'm knocking on Wood right now, man. I want him to be healthy. I want him to be healthy. He's this is the healthiest I've I've seen him in his career. The best thing for him is Doc Rivers being his coach. Doc Rivers, he'll at least, at least get you to the playoffs, and he can give you that deep run. He knows. Because
0: we got Sam Cassell.
1: Even when he doesn't have a voice, like he still sounds the same. Yeah, you know, so
0: you can tell there's a different level of intensity and, and a different level of play when uh, with Embiid. Like he seems a lot more focused this year. He see he wants to like he wants to kill everybody that he plays. You was talking about Gobert being a defensive player of the year. Did you he, see what he mopped him?
1: He mopped him up. Did you up see what
0: Embiid did to him
1: last week? He mopped him up. Okay, blocked his shots, made
0: him look dumb. Rudy Gobert, stop. I'm sorry. There's no after I saw that game. Absolutely not. That's all. That's he all help side. He help, ball. help side block defense. He's not he's not going he let this boy give him 40 and 20. Is am I right? 50? Was it 50?
1: I don't think it was 50. I think he gave him 40. 45 whatever it was. He gave him bucket 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 yeah. all day. Well, Joel, Joe on a tirade right, on like a like a crazy stretch right now. You see
0: his step back threes to send a game to overtime? That my was against MVP. that was against Utah.
1: Step back three. My MVP, my MVP. Joel or LeBron, either or, but my my right now, because because an All Star game, Jabron, or Jabron, Ooh, LeBron or LeBron had the upper level on Joel and Embiid, and then as of yesterday, it's been flipped. I think the the Vegas odds is plus two fifty to two hundred now. As so much
0: it, as much as I want LeBron to win another MVP, I would love to see it. You know, five, I'll be five for him. I love, I love it. But
1: thorn for you, I know that. But but you got to go for your Sixers on this.
0: But. I gotta go with Embiid. I think LeBron at some point has to realize that his body needs to be preserved for when it actually counts. Because AD's already hobbled. LeBron can't afford to be putting his body through 40 minutes
1: a night. I want you to know that, and the listeners to know that I text this man whenever I watch Embiid now, and I let him know that I have a new respect for his game. Thank you. Because I thought Embiid was a very, I didn't want to say a bust type of player. He's good, but he's just Always hurt. He's always I, hurt. I'm not and gonna then lie. He'll come out and say some shit. Yeah. And then he can't back it up. This year, he's got all the backing up. Man, oh, he's, he's 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 oh. phenomenal. He's a great player this year, and I hope it continues.
0: I will admit, prior to the season, I remember last year, I got frustrated with him. I was like, "Bro, just trade him. Trade him. Him and Ben Simmons can't play together." I say, they say, "So who do you want, Ben Simmons or be I'm like, "Man, Ben Simmons will last longer because he doesn't get hurt." So trade him B. Let me and I would say trade him to Miami because I want to because he I want to Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and like uh, somebody else in the draft pick. Now looking back, nah, that would have been dumb. I like I Bam. He, yeah. I like Bam, but there's a reason why he's not he's not even All Star this year. He made one All Star team. And he's he's not a bad player, but he's not a B. He's not a B. Think about it. There were players that that couldn't make the game, and they still picked like Simonis over him and stuff like that over Bam. But in B, that's a starter, All
1: Star game. <laughs> All right, that's the show. Let's finish it up with where do you go to college?
0: Okay, we're gonna do that today. Uh, we were talking about the first one. I'm gonna do. We're talking about the uh, Utah Jazz. So I'll say, I said, we might as well pick a Utah Jazz player. I got. I'm gonna give the Utah. Jazz, their credit, their, their flowers today. Um, this man, I don't know if I gave you this one, but if I didn't, I'll pick another one. In 1998, Michael Jordan pushed off, hit <laughs> the shots, <laughs> the last shot. Who, who where did Byron, Byron Russell go? Give gave me this one. I did. Where'd he go? Long Beach State. Where did old Napoleonese go to college?
1: <laughs> you gave me that. I had, I had a backup plan. You you gave me that one, and I told you I didn't know that was another one you gave me. Virginia.
0: Yes. All right, I'm gonna give you another Utah one. Greg Ostertag.
1: Greg Ostertag, big boy. Ooh, I might get this mixed up, but I want a second second guess if I don't get it. Kansas. All right, you went three for three on Utah, so. <laughs> I'm never giving you
0: a Utah Jazz player again. Okay. They're boring. They're boring. Howard i Howard Easley? Where did he go? Oh, Howard Easley.
1: Where did he go? That's the last one. He's a relevant player. I know. Howard Eisley. He's a he's an assistant coach at Michigan now. You know that.
0: I did not know that actually.
1: I saw him on the bench the other day. Where did he go to school? Oh,
0: he yeah, he went to school in Detroit. He from he from he from he from, he from my neck of the woods. Nice.
1: He went to a school in Detroit?
0: No, no, but he went to high school in Detroit. I was gonna say no. Georgia Tech. I don't. I don't know. Nah, Boston College.
1: Boston College.
0: That's fine. That's fine. You got those other three Utah players. I was. I'm impressed.
1: All right, Ty Lu. Ty Lu is a weird one, man. I know where he went to school. It's just, I can't see anybody like living in that area. Nebraska. The University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Yeah,
0: but I just can't see anybody out there.
1: <laughs> it's just weird.
0: All right, I got draft classes. You should know, 1997, number four overall pick. I picked this guy because my favorite player of all time, Alan Iverson, crossed him up twice. While he was playing with the Washington uh, Wizards. Antonio Daniels. I know you know this draft class, so don't play with me.
1: It's the most boring sport ever. And it's the color that I'm wearing right now. Bowling green.
0: Wow. Okay. Impressive. Last one. I like this guy a lot. Okay. He goes by the name of ISO Joe. Where did Joe Johnson go to college?
1: Arkansas.
0: Yeah, Arkansas. You did well today. You're getting better. You look like you've been studying.
1: Not studying. Just is
0: this what you get your PhD I'm in?
1: I'm learning. I'm learning to like not let the pressure get onto me and just think and think and think.
0: You, you used to get really red. Now you 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 you're calm. You, you seem like your nerves is is is, is not too much right now so I I I definitely can see that you're getting better at this game I'm proud of you thank you thank (laughs)
1: you I promise you I'm good I just sometimes I get really nervous because I hear names like I'm not gonna lie Ronnie Cycli that's probably the best one you gave me because he is a good player probably doesn't get the recognition he gets but was a good player
0: I got lazy today but I got I got you next week
1: Howard Isley was a good one even though he went second round 96 I think Hey, I don't. You know You know you, you you're the Schwab. I'm
0: just the guy that 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 that, that Google stuff. That was a good All
1: right. So that's the show. Next week, we're looking to do a possible show on free agency in the NFL. Maybe tie in some NFL or NFL NBA free agents that might get let go, or you know, trade, something like that. I don't well, know. Well, the
0: trade deadline is the 25th so Dead
1: deadline. we'll People see buyout market we'll see we're gonna do we're gonna have some fun with that uh episode but you know the rule go follow us twitter fair underweather or fair underscore weather pod ig youtube facebook the fair weather podcast and wherever you subscribe to podcasts, you can find us there where's the last place they can find us at myspace yeah, my space.
0: Also, if y'all have any suggestions of what you want to hear, who you want to see on the show, etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, let us know. Give send us a, a, a DM. You know, that's where it goes down in the DM. So send us a little message and uh, we'll we'll see what we can incorporate on our next show. All right. Game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peace. Later.
1: Later.